I'm making it up. Okay. Hi, I am so excited to welcome you guys here to our first ep episode of Pro Talks. I am Jess Preventure with the Pro Homes with Lair Realty Partners, and I am spending these times weekly interviewing local business owners to the New Hampshire area, as well as community leaders and all of those people that we love to learn from. I am super excited to be here with Marsha Flesher from Interior Design LLC. Hi, Marsha. Hi, Jess. I'm Thanks super so for having me here. Yes, I'm excited for you to be here. It's really simple. We can just get started. Tell us who you are and give us a little pitch about your business. Um, so I'm Marsha Fletcher. I'm an interior designer at Marsha Fletcher Interior Designer Design and also um the owner. And so it's myself and um I have a full-time designer as well that works for me. And um we love just working with clients to change their spaces around their home and help improve their lives. Um, and then we also work on new construction projects as well. So someone's building a home, we help support them with the design and choosing all the products that go That's into it. That's so exciting. Now you mentioned you've kind of always known this is what you wanted to do. Tell me more about that. Sure. So in ninth grade, when we were in high school and we were exploring like what options we had for careers, I thought it was so fun that every day was a little different. Sometimes um, the designer was on a job site. Sometimes they were using the computer or in those days, drafting different things. And so I've just always known. So since high school and then I went to college for it, I have a bachelor's degree in it. And then um, my experience ranges from working for an interior designer for 16 years um, I worked for an architect that did um, commercial and some residential. And then same thing, I worked for a construction company um, before I went out on my own. I love that. So tell me more about what it is you do, because obviously I think of like interior design, I'm thinking furniture, colors, decor. But when you mention working for an architect and new construction, that is very cool. That sounds like more really designing the space and the layout. Yeah, so I I um, venture on that side of the design. I actually really love coming up with the client and um, most of my clientele are design built construction companies um, or homeowners. And so they may have worked with an architect and came up with an original design. And I check for things like, um, simple things like, well, what size bed do you want to fit in this room? Mm -hmm. And we come up with the design from that. Or like, do you want two sinks, a prep sink and a kitchen sink in your kitchen or double vanity? And so we, I start that design process on a new construction ahead, most times even before construction has even began. And then I pick out all the products with them. So anything that's attached from the home, and this is a great way how I kind of like to describe like a designer versus a decorator. Mm -hmm. So um, I will work with a client who I'm already established with. So if I'm working on their home, like if I'm designing kitchen with them, I will help them choose like their dining table, their chairs, bar stools, all that sort of stuff. In addition to cabinetry, countertops, lighting, plumbing, but I love that stuff. And so that's all attached to the home. And then decorating is kind of what I consider is like, okay, if someone is like, hey, I need help picking out a sofa. So um, 
those I usually will refer out to another local um, decorator kind of business type and or a showroom so that they it makes a win-win for everyone. They get to do what they're passionate about and they can buy the product from them and then get to do the design. Oh, that is awesome. So you said that most of your designs happen to be like build. So you would come into an existing home as well and help people kind of reimagine the space. And, you know, I know um, I'm probably talking too much, but I know like for my clients, a lot of them are purchasing older homes, especially those getting into the new uh, first time buyers. And those homes weren't designed really up for example, open concept. And I get that question all the time. Well, can I take this wall down or can I take this down? So that would be an ideal customer for you as someone to refer you to of like, okay, how do we, how do they make this what they want? Exactly. And and that's a really great fun thing about renovations is going in and saying to them, what works? what doesn't work is most of the important time. And that's why they bring me in or they're like, you know, we want to entertain. We want to be able to watch our kids while we're making dinner, you know, all those different things. And so the renovations is a lot of fun. And, and sometimes too, it would be there, you know, when they're buying an older home, like something from the eighties and they want to replace the rug and the certain moldings and finishes and trims and give it an updated look. Then I come in and I get to help them do that too. So that's awesome. um, one other component is that um, I use the computer and I can do a walkthrough with them and show them what it's going to look like, how their kitchen's going to lay out, like where the furniture's going to go and everything like that, too. I think that's so helpful. Not all of us have that spatial, you know, to just imagine it. So putting it where they can see it, it must be huge. It's a game changer in the design world and um and it's really fun and easy for them to see that. And a lot of the times clients, they're not able to visualize it and that's why they hire me or they're not sure like a certain size of something or, you know, where their stove should go compared to their kitchen. And so working in the computer, I get to show them that and, and they get a realistic feeling of we can apply their countertop material right in the computer and so they can see how it's going to look. That's awesome. And then do you help connect them with the appropriate contractors or do you kind of um, hand that off? So I do it both ways. Some of my clients will come to me from online and they may not have a contractor yet that they're working with. And so I have a few uh, tried and true and, and trusty contractors who I love to work with. I've had them in my own home, which is always like a, a good test, right? hundred um, percent. One of the guys, his best tool is a shop back. So, um, you know, and then, um, sometimes they'll come to me through a contractor. So as I start working with different contractors, they'll, they might be working on one project and then they get another, um, homeowner coming in and, and, um, they'll recommend me that way too. I love it. I love it. So you said you worked with all these people. What kind of pushed you to go out on your own and become an entrepreneur? Sure. I feel like um, at that point in my life, um, my husband had just opened up a restaurant. We had a one and a half year old and um, it really served me to work on my own and kind of be able to create my own schedule. So, you know, um, when they're little ones, it was like she was at a neighbor's house or something until there was childcare. And then that kind of opened it up a little bit more. And so I'd be with the baby during the day and, and work at night. And, and it really worked. 
that kind of work-life balance is a big thing for a lot of entrepreneurs I know. And now it's just, you know, it's full time for me and I've been six years now. So. Wow. That's awesome. And I totally agree. I mean, I didn't come to entrepreneurship until my kids were in, you know, middle school. Um, And it is such a value and people think, oh, you work whenever you want. No, we probably work harder than we ever did for somebody else. I don't know if you are. Um, It's just, I can do it when it's convenient for me. And if I need to pick up a kid from school, I don't have to ask permission. And if they have school vacation, I know that I can handle it. I think that that's huge. And do you think COVID has made a shift in that too, making it accessible for people? I definitely think so. The opportunity of working at home, uh, working from home and being able to access files and information, that infrastructure is now more in place. I mean, look at us even today. Exactly. So for, I feel like for most businesses before COVID doing the whole virtual, it wasn't always um, a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it allowed me to design homes for people in Massachusetts, in New York, and New Jersey, having that virtual ability. So that definitely was a pro from COVID. Yeah, I love it. All right. So what do you think the key to your success has been? Or do you have one? Um, so in the interior industry, interior design industry and construction, I feel like follow-up is huge, right? So if a customer, if a client has a question on something, then I follow up on it. If they're like, oh, hey, I saw this product. What do you think of it? I follow up on it. And just keeping communication is huge, right? A lot of the times um, I tell my clients, hey, you might wake up at like 2 a.m. with a thought and just email it to me. Mm-hmm. You know, my phone's on silent. So I don't get a ding, you know, for any email in the middle of the night. And I'm just like, whenever it's on your mind. And so, um, you know, they can email 24 seven and, you know, when I get to it and see it in the morning, then I address it. And so that communication is really huge. And um, being on site with the contractors is another form of communication that makes a big difference. Um, A lot of the times I'll put together this package of, you know, here's a floor plan and here's elevations and here's where the hardware goes and here's the lighting fixture product schedule. So the electrician knows what goes where and at what heights and all these different things. And so when we're on site, we're checking for those things and we're talking about different things and, you know, where, where exactly is the best spot for it, which way you want the tile to get installed, all those details that, you know, get communicated on paper and then reinforced when we're on site together. I can't agree more. I think it's uh, that communication piece and that availability. And to your point, you know, as COVID has made more people work from home and on these different schedules, the ability to reach out at non-traditional hours. And and I do the same thing. Hey, if you have a question, shoot it out. My phone goes on silent from this time to this time, and I will get back to you within 24 hours, 100%. And it, it also speaks to customer service, right? Because the other thing is how much is online? Like, I don't know if you've ever tried to call an online company. It's like, there's no phone number anywhere. So to get someone to... You're like, wait, does someone exist? So I, I agree. I think that that open communication and being available is is huge. It's huge. Um, what is, what has been the hardest part about owning your own business? The interesting thing 
there's definitely a lot of opportunity around managing the project flow. Mm. And especially um, in the construction world for me as an interior designer is there's this time of year gets really busy, right? So there's people putting houses in the ground right now. There's people who are amping up for renovations that are going to start in January after the holidays. Mm -hmm. Then there's spring construction that starts and then there's summer construction. So throughout that, and then in the summer, there's kind of this little bit of lull, which to be honest, I love it because I love being outside in the summer. So <laughs> it works out really great. But there is that that sort of like, um, am I networking enough? Am I making enough connections to know that 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 little bit of dip, you know, I always get a little nervous and then I know it just comes right back up. So. Oh, and it's so interesting you say that because real estate is definitely seasonal as well. And they always talk about real estate being kind of like a roller coaster. It's like you're you're prospecting, you're networking, you're going out there and then you get all this business and you're so focused on the business. You're not doing those things until you hit a lull. I will say that I would prefer to have my slow time in the summer as well. Our slow time is January and February. I don't want to be outside then. Um, what do you think the biggest lesson you've learned in business has been? For me, I've learned over the past year in knowing what it is that I really am passionate about and the project types and, um, and for me, so that the biggest lesson that I've learned is saying no and saying no to something means saying yes to something else. And really providing that value and consistency and consistency in the communication and the relationship that, that I have with them. So my biggest lesson learned is sort of managing what type of projects and the number of projects that I can that I can fully service them and um, everyone's happy and having fun and and being able to really be there for when they need me and what they need me for. I think that you're absolutely right, especially as a new entrepreneur, you're just kind of like, I'm taking whatever clients, I'm taking any business, I'm trying to build this. And as we mature and our our growth expands, then you can really say, okay, where am I showing up as my best self? Where does it serve me the best? And I always think of that yes or no question. Um, there's two things. Um, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no right? Like if you're not excited to say yes, then it should be no. And then also is when you're saying, you said it the opposite way. You said, when you say no, you're saying yes to something else. I always think when I say yes, what am I saying no to, right? When I say yes to this project that I'm not super excited about in your case, I don't have projects, but you know, what project am I saying no to? Because I don't have the bandwidth to do both, right? Um, such a valuable lesson. Oh my gosh. I, I love love that one. I still have to practice it for sure. Um, so, you know, do you have a specific structure for your day? Um, like, do you get up at a certain time or do a morning routine or is it kind of just where you feel like going? Um, so for a long time, I did not. And, um, I used to, Oh, I'll, I'll put the laundry in in the day or I'll get dinner prepped and everything. And then I found myself working a lot of nights. And so I shifted it. Right. And for me, it was 
um, a, a real game changer, actually, because what I do now is one of my goals is to wake up for 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I'm working on that, right? Yes. <laughs> and so <laughs> I wake up, I meditate, I read, I journal, um, get my daughter up, get her on the bus. Um, I immediately, when I'm at the bus stop, I'm going to, I never used to wear yoga pants or exercise pants in front of anyone. I go to the bus stop in my sneakers and everything ready to just walk and jog. Right. So immediately from there, I created that habit. Um, I get back, I shower, I get ready. Um, usually my first client meeting is around nine 30. If, um, I have a client meeting scheduled that day. And then if I don't, I'm just working on client work, reviewing work that my designer does for me, communicating through email and phone calls and all that sort of stuff. Um, And I go through my day and then um, I pick up my daughter at five um, from aftercare, which is like a real necessity as a a working parent. Mm -hmm. Um, I truly appreciate that that opportunity is there. Um, And then I do my evening with her and then in the evening I'll read, maybe check a couple of emails, um, go over my goals for the day. I'm learning how to play the guitar. Um, so, you know, just kind of working on my, on myself and skills and abilities and, and learning is, is a big component for a lot of things. So whether it's work learning, business learning, learning how to meditate or yoga, those sorts of things. So I, I do I, appreciate that. Yeah, I can completely, run, um, you know, that resonates with me. I always have these big plans, you know, five in the morning, the kids leave, go right to the gym. And I find myself on and off of it. But the truth is, is so much more productive, so much more efficient, so much um, more centered, really, when I take the time to have a, you know, a powerful morning routine for sure, for sure. And it's so funny. You see on TikTok, Instagram, you know, every male business entrepreneur, I'm up at 4am, I'm pumping iron. I'm, I only eat grass or whatever. like one thing at a time. <laughs> um, well, I think that you just kind of answered a little bit too how you juggle work of work and life. And I think that was super valuable what you shared, you know, when we don't differentiate where we're spending our time, we feel like we're always working. Um, and whether that's at night. So I love that. Um, do you have any big future plans for the business? What What's the what's the next step? Yeah. So it's really exciting. I am working to take the business from uh, everything on my website was sort of a me and I. And so um, I'll be rebranding partially because I just came up with Marsha Fletcher interior design because I needed a business card (laughs) right away when I started my business. And so um, so I will be rebranding. I'll have a new name that's still in the works right now. Actually, um, the guy sent me over a really um, name that I connected with last night, which is super exciting. So we'll be rebranding. And then, um, through my 23 years of experience, I've gained a lot of lessons learned and knowledge. And so, um, I am putting together worksheets. So something as simple as like a countertop 
and what's the edge and what's the material and what's the care, what's the sink faucet, what's the sink going in there? Are they doing a garbage disposal switch? Are they doing a soap pump? Like there's all these different things for every single product. And so putting together worksheets and questions and things to ask, or like when we go to a plumbing showroom, like what are the things to ask? And so those will be formatted and graphically pleasing, and then they'll be up on the website available for purchase. So, That's and awesome. that will help anyone, anyone who's renovating, it will help bring it more knowledgeable and experienced. So whether it's a contractor who wants to buy it or a designer, someone who's house flipping or a homeowner. So that will really kind of bring all that experience and put it out to the world. I love that, right? The more people we impact, it's great. Awesome. All right. Well, we have a couple uh, rapid fire kind of questions just real quick to get to know you a little bit more as we wrap up. Um, are you ready? I'm ready. All righty. Where is your favorite place to vacation? Um, we just went to St. John, so I did really love it there. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. So we're thinking of moving to St. Thomas um, when my husband retires. It's super exciting. Love that place. What is the main one word you would use to describe yourself? Hmm. I am very nurturing. Oh, I love that. Very supportive. Yeah. Like it. Um, what is the best piece of advice you ever got and from whom? Hmm. I don't, there's so much of it. Um, <laughs> one of the things that I don't necessarily know exactly where I heard it, but the truth is, is that we all want to be um, acknowledged listened to, heard, um, understood, and to be loved. Yeah. That really stuck with me. And I, I don't know exactly where I heard it, but. And are you really loved if you're not heard, right? That's the foundation to be understood, to, to be seen, right? I love it. All right. How can people get in touch with you and where can we follow along on your journey? Sure. So, um, you can reach me via my email, which is Marsha Fletcher. Um, sorry, it's Marsha at MarshaFletcher.com and it's M-A-R-C-I-A-F-L-E-T-C-H-E-R.com. Um, and I do have an Instagram and a Facebook. Um, I venture into those. I will say, um, it is something fun and I'm learning how to do it. Um, so I don't actually know my handles. That's really embarrassing. <laughs> I'll, I'll give them to you. You can put it in the link. That sounds um, good. And of course, and via phone, which is 603-520-7400. Awesome. Marsha, it was wonderful getting to know you. I know that my followers are going to love hearing from you and hopefully you'll get, um, they'll reach out as I know you have tons to offer them. And I, um, I think it's been great having you on the show and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Excellent. Thank you so much, Jess. I really appreciate the opportunity to get in front of those, you know, and, and new people. And I will definitely uh, share a, a link as well for on my social media and everything too. Sounds good.